I don't really know how to start this one. I don't think there's any good way to start it besides I beginning just, it. Just take a drink. Yeah, just, just take another drink and read the intro. Okay, so we'll, we'll cut all of that out. Actually, this is good. It's adding volume and body to the podcast, which is going to be... Spilled beer, spilled mustard, <laughs> beer arrangement, um, clearing throats. Clearing throats. I think we've checked off all the prerequisites. Okay. I think we're ready to record. Great. Yep. So I'm Christiane. And I'm Greg. And uh, we've had a two-person book club for some years. M- many a decade? Uh, yeah, a decade. Yeah. Okay. Not many a decade. Not many a decade. A decade. A decade. Yeah. And uh, we read a lot of books. Sometimes we talked about those books. Most of the time we just gossiped. Most of the time. Yeah. But in honor of David Bowie and his inspirational list of 100 uh, influential books, we got our act together and yep. we are reading through Bowie's list. One at a time. In no sensible order. Uh, nonsensical order, for the most part. And we are making wild speculation about what the books meant to Bowie. So uh, this month's book is, is a difficult one to describe. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I'm going to ask Christian to describe it. <laughs> well, there's a picture on the front. And it's, it's kind of well. it's kind of yellow and orange with a little bit of green. Um, that's my description. Well, uh, that wraps up this episode. <laughs> I'll see you next time. Uh, it's a it's a thin catalog called David Bomberg, a tribute to Lillian Bomberg, and it was written by Richard Cork who is an art critic uh, in Britain. I uh, sent away for it from, oh, from oh the Don Kelly books in the Fulham area of London, and it was sent to me in the mail. And it's, uh, it's a catalog. It's, it's prints and paintings, or reproductions of the prints and paintings, and some essays on David Bomberg. I have to admit, I had no idea who David Bomberg was when, yeah. uh, before we, we started this. Yeah, when, um, when we let Happenstance pick the books for us, um, we found out that the book that we, had read, that we read two months ago, um, which wasn't also a book, it, the uh, Manifesto Blast, was the manifesto of the Vorticist movement. Right. Um, and... David Bomberg was peripherally related to the Vorticists. I guess he exhibited with them, but he he wasn't part of the movement or disavowed the movement. He, it wasn't his thing, essentially. Yeah, he was um, he was approached. I, I guess he was asked to join by Wyndham Lewis, who was kind of the the spearhead, the of ringleader. The, yeah, the ringleader was appropriate of that circus. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, and he uh, turned him down a couple times, um, which we can kind of give him credit for in retrospect, being as they all turned out to be kind of fascists, yeah, kind of weirdos, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but 
Yeah, so he was he was drawn, I guess, to the group, or the group was drawn to him because of his angular and, and very modern, I guess, I guess, for the time style. Yeah, he was popular for being really connected to cubism and and modern abstraction. Um, which I guess when I was looking at biographies of him, he, he ended up going into world war one serving with the Royal engineers and was disturbed by it. And, and just, as he would be. Yeah. yeah. But, but not just by war, but by he, he apparently came out with kind of like a, a dislike of mechanical of the mechanical Oh wow! So did, and his style changed after yeah. that, right? So they said that after that he got very he got more rounded and organic and had more figurative work in mm-hmm. his in his youth. And, and <laughs> wow, I didn't know you were going to deploy the two dollar words this, this episode. Um, but you can definitely see it in in this catalog, which is a retrospective of all of his works. But it, I mean. It shows the essays talk about it in a very particular light, which is how his wife um, was a, a like a prime mover for his career. Yeah, and it was his second wife, um, Lillian Holt, later Bomberg. Um, Nay, Holt. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was her his her first husband's name. I don't know. Mm. Anyway. Yeah, he, like so many artists, all of the biographies said, was not appreciated in his time, and he died in obscurity and poverty. Um, And it was really his second wife, Lillian Bomberg, who championed his memory and kept, kept him in circles, kept him on people's minds and... It wasn't until, let me see, he died in 1957, and it was in 1988 that the Tate had a retrospective of his work. Wow, and she was pushing the whole way to to get him to that, to that point, to that point of recognition. Mm-hmm. And not only that, but she gave up her entire career as an artist herself yeah. to, to do that. And there's, I think, a couple examples of her work in the book. I don't uh, know. I've only seen a couple... Of things and and it and it looked like a kind of a similar like a similar style, style. Yeah. yeah, kind of um, abstracted, geometric, and angular cubism. Yeah. So who knows how much influence she had on you know on what he did? Yeah. Um, they were part of the same the Burrow Group. It was called um, because he was a teacher at the Burrow Polytechnic. Um, there's even a student house named after him there still. And uh, she was part of that group as a painter. And then it wasn't until after they married that she dropped her own career. And and sort of started organizing his and and keeping him going through bouts of depression and 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 periods where he didn't paint. I don't I don't think a lot like he taught more than he painted for for a while. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's it's interesting to see this like really sort of clear narrative of, of this super supportive wife. Um, and I guess, I guess what, like our speculation kind of led to like, as usual, what did this mean for Bowie? You know, where did this come from? Like, why was he so interested in it? 
And, you know, we had already read Blast. Yeah. So we knew that he had an interest in what is, I mean, what what they called vorticism and which Bomberg was peripherally connected to. Um, but in I was reading an interview in the New York Times, Bowie, um, and he said, I have always been a huge David Bomberg fan. They were talking about his art collection and how he had mostly British 20th century artists um, in his collection. He said uh, he loves the particular school of, of art. Um, there's something very parochial English about it, but I don't care. Hmm. <laughs> so it's, it's something like he... he, he even though he lived in exile for a really long time, he still felt connected to Britain and Britain's art world. Yeah. Um, and, and that's interesting, you know, that, that juxtaposition is interesting too. Like how maybe that kind of, seeing those kinds of things kind of connected him back to England, even though he couldn't really live there. Man, but when I look at these paintings, they're, they're, I don't see anything about Britain's countryside or, or nostalgia. I yeah, mean, they, they look like a bunch of robots in tubes. <laughs> yeah, that was my that was my <laughs> sorry <laughs> description of. There's this yellow guy, kind of like wearing a sheet, maybe, sorta. but it could be a robot in a yellow tube. <laughs> I, I think I think that's probably what it is because that that is how I picture Britain. Look it up; it's a good one. <laughs> We'll, we'll post a we'll post a copy of that in the show notes. You, everyone needs to see that. I think I don't know what it's called. I could look it up, y- but I am calling it one. yeah, robot in a yellow tube. <laughs> TM D- yeah. title the title, not the painting. I didn't do the painting. Um, yeah, I guess so. So it makes sense that that Bowie liked Bomberg. Some of the style kind of looks like Bowie's own painting style. And he liked a lot of the painters in this school. But what was interesting to me is that he liked this particular book about David Bomberg. Because the book has David Bomberg's paintings, but it's really about Lillian. Right. You don't get any sense of who David is. You get a really strong sense of who Lillian is from from this. Which I appreciated. Yeah, Yeah. Especially because... He didn't seem to pioneer his own career. She championed it after his death. Right. So maybe it's really her career. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then and then we we started talking about how that sort of in in contrast to how Bowie's marriages and his relationships, you know, how they interacted with his career, kind of starting with like Angela um, early on in his career, where his she, first wife, yeah, where she supported him, but she was also in a way, competing for the spotlight with him. Yeah, they were like a a pair, a couple. The fame was them as a couple. Yeah. And, and she really liked that right, popularity. Right. Um, and, and that ended very acrimoniously. Mm-hmm. Um, that means poorly. It ended poorly. Sorry. That's like a $1. <laughs> $1.50 word. Ugh. Anyway, they were totally estranged from each other, and and she was also estranged from their son at the time of of Bowie's death. Right, so like twenty eight years of no contact. Yeah, yeah. So, so there wasn't that sense of like she's carrying on his legacy, like she's not connected to that at all. Um, but then again, his 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 second wife or, or his wife when he died, Imam was very much her own person and, and very much, you know, and, and 
I don't think there's really the sense that she's there to carry on his legacy or because there's no need to. I mean, she has her she's established as a celebrity and mm-hmm. was before their relationship. Yeah, and she's he a, was established as well. She's a very famous supermodel and she had her own she has her own line of cosmetics that's specifically for women with darker complexions. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So she's kind of got her niche. Yeah. Um and his sort of legacy, you know, especially with Black Star being released right right before his death is, you know, pretty much solidified. So there's no um Yeah, Imam had a great uh, interview. I can't remember where it was. I was reading it where she was explaining why they lasted because it what they were married for 23 yeah, yeah. years or something like that. Um, and she said it was a, about them both. Like you can't, you can't make it work unless both people are in the right place. If people are in different places, even though in the story of, of their meeting, um, apparently Bowie said it was love at first sight and that he was naming the children the first night that they met. Like, he already knew this was the woman. Um, and she was a little more hesitant because she didn't want to be involved with a rock star. Yeah. Because it seemed... she seemed, knew better, Yeah, right? like, that's... You're, it's going to be the supermodel and the rock star? Great. Like, what a glamorous pair. Yeah. But will we actually have a relationship? But... There's this beautiful quote that I was reading in. I, I read it a couple of places, but in the mirror um, was the first place I saw it. She says, but as I always said, I fell in love with David Jones. I did not fall in love with David Bowie. Bowie is a persona. He is a singer and an entertainer. David Jones is a man that I met. Oh, isn't that sweet? It's so sweet. But imagine that. Maybe what they what they found in that relationship was something that is sort of different than what David and Lillian had in David Bomberg. Right, right. Um, in that Bomberg. And Ooh, the Davids. The, <laughs> that's why he's like, oh, he's named David too. I must like him. I love those pictures of the robots in their yellow tubes. This is great. <laughs> but they, I think it maybe it was more of a two way street with with Bowie and and Imam compared to. You know, Bomberg and Lillian, where it was really like it seemed like one-way traffic. You know, where she gave and didn't really get anything back. That's obviously as is our want idle speculation, but yeah, because I mean, as a feminist, I want to say that a woman should be able to have her own personality and career that she chose to be the champion of her husband, right? The artist David Bomberg, I guess, was her prerogative yeah yeah and um, she saw something in his work that was you know powerful enough and in him you know is power powerful enough to make her make that decision and you and i were talking about how it it seems as though david bomberg may not have been the um i don't know art artistic figure that he is now if it weren't for yeah. his wife um, which would not uh, be the case for Bowie. Right. He didn't need that sort of... No, he, he had kind of wrapped up his legacy in a really perfect package already. Like right, right. There was this... It was uh, Tony Visconti yep, yep. Uh, who, who said um, about David's death 
you know, no one really knew. His close friends and family knew that he was battling with 18 months of, of aggressive cancer. And Tony Visconti, who had, who'd been his manager for years, yep. um, he said his death was no different from his life, a work of art. And he made Black Star for us his parting gift. So it seemed like Bowie really controlled the image of what he was in life and what he would be in death, that it wouldn't require someone giving up their own life yeah. to dedicate to him. Yep. Um, and, and, and Bomberg was, wasn't concerned with that at all. Like he let Lillian, uh, to kind of take that over and that kind of preserved his legacy. So they're very different ways of, of getting to that same, same place. Preserved it so much that it got into a catalog that made it on David Bowie's hundred most influential book list. So what more could you ask for? <laughs> yeah. And then we randomly picked it. From a number at a bar. And then said some, a bunch of random things about it. <laughs> and now we picked sort of a random song. Oh, yeah. Well, maybe, maybe not so random. I think it actually does fit. Yeah, it, it fits really well. It's, it's been nice how the, how the songs have come into, into being with these. Because especially with books that are kind of hard, like Blast, yeah. which was a manifesto, and Bomberg, which is an art catalog, there's, there's a feeling like there's no narrative to pin this on. But sometimes that can be better. It's more of just an idea. Yeah. So you can just go with feel. Yeah. And and this song just kind of jumped out just for the title. I think it's um, the song. The song we're talking about is uh, "Be My Wife" off of the album Low. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, we were speculating about what you know what the lyrics of the song meant, and what he was looking for there. Yeah. And, and I think he uh, uh, he wrote it during a period where. He was still married to Angela, but they were estranged at that point. So Mm -hmm. it's kind of looking forward to what he wanted, I think, in a relationship. You know, a sense of companionship and a sense of that sort of two-way street. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, I... I asked first, like, was this like a declaration? Like, be my wife. Like, God damn it. (laughs) Stop, stop, you know, trying to have your own life and be my wife and 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 be my Lillian, you know. Get that catalog together. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to go paint some robots. But it ends up seeing like, no, yeah, robots in yellow tubes. In yellow tubes, specifically. (laughs) But it seems more like, it's, it's, I want a companion, like, I've been so lonely. I've traveled all around the world. Like he doesn't need the career to be what connects him to the person. He would like to just be connected to the person. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think he found in his wife. Yep. And in, his, in his later years. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all right. Um, so what, what are we reading next? I hope it's a book with a plot. Oh, you Please know what tell we're me reading it's a with. Book you with know a plot. what we're reading next. Why don't you tell the Why don't you tell the audience what we're reading next? I already read it. She completely finished it. I'm like four weeks behind. This is terrible. <laughs> uh, we're reading Wonder Boys by Michael Shabon. Yep, and it's uh, it's a gripping narrative, a gripping yarn. Yeah, there's actually a story, not just robots in yellow tubes. There might be there might be some in there. I don't know. I haven't finished it yet. There's other pictures in here too. And we'll we'll post some of them in the show notes so you can see what they are. <laughs> They're mostly robots in yellow tubes. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thank you for listening. Um, until next time, I've been Greg. I've been Christiane. Check us out 
on our webpage. Yep, the BowieBookClub.com. And also we have a Twitter now. Yes, uh, we're at BowieBookPod, which sounds like some sort of space mechanism. Which makes total sense. All right, yeah, that, that fits. <laughs> um, we're also on Tumblr, uh, BowieBookClub.tumblr.com, and the Facebooks. And the Facebooks. The face places, the face, we are the Bowie Book Club. Yep, yeah. yep. Oh, oh and uh, another thing to plug, I have a, a podcast of blurry music I've been making to help myself fall asleep called Too Tired to Say Anything. Yeah. Um, so go to tooTiredToSayAnything.com and uh, check it out and tell me if you like it. So I think that's it. That's it. All right. See you soon. Bye. Sometimes you get so lonely Sometimes you get nowhere I live all over the world What else do you see? So there's, there's some sad people doing modern dance um, There's a guy, I think, sitting maybe on a bench and he's got his right leg up, that's right a, right foot flexed. That's how that's how I sit on benches. Yeah. Um, there's a person pushing a really full shopping trolley up a hill. And that's called that. They might have a donkey in that trolley. They, they must have gone to Fred Meyer's then. <laughs> Donkeys for sale. Um. Yeah, there's some good stuff. Some reds and oranges. And some ochre. So yeah, a little bit and of that. Burnt, burnt umbers. Lots of lots of black and gray. Um, maybe some pointy pointy things. <laughs> okay, I think we should stop there. <laughs>